everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. Last week you heard the inspiring true story of the granddaughter of media publishing giant William Randolph Hearst, fondly known as W.R., and his Hearst Castle, fondly known as, quote, The Ranch, now visited by millions each year thanks to the generosity of its owners, the Hearst Corporation and wife Millicent Hearst, who donated the castle to the state of California in 1953, two years after the death of W.R. That alone is a feat enough for anyone to rest their laurels. But not this family. The godly as well as controversial legacy that would follow is well documented. The abduction of sister and socialite Patty Hearst by domestic terrorists made world news. What is little known, however, is the newspaper, quote, plug that William Randolph would give to an up-and-coming evangelist that would spark the flames of great revival then and now. That evangelist, the Reverend Billy Graham. The power of the press can be used for good or evil, ladies and gentlemen, and those heading these media groups, whether newspaper, radio, television, the Internet, social media, have a responsibility and a call to shape culture for the greater good and not for deeper pockets. With this in mind, would you welcome back to testimony someone who is reshaping that legacy by forging one of her own, for the greater good, for the cause of Christ, Israel, the U.S., and Japan in particular. Founder and CEO of PraiseHimMinistries.org, accomplished actress, dancer, choreographer, and black belt in karate, as well as outspoken advocate for Israel and righteous values in media and politics. Would you welcome back to testimonial wonderful honor indeed, Miss Victoria Hurst. Victoria, welcome back to testimony. Well, thank you for having me again, Janine. I really appreciate it. Well, it's great to have you. I loved our first segment. We ran out of time. There's so much to your story. In your bio, and you alluded to in our first segment, you mentioned a trip to Israel in 1996 that was Mm -hmm. instrumental in changing the course of your life and the, quote, Christian mom you would meet and on whose board you now serve. That mom is well-known and respected Dr. Billy Brim, who founded Prayer Mountain in the Ozarks. Can you share with our listeners how meeting Billy changed your life and helped shape it? You know, it's funny. The Bible says that God knows our end from our beginning. And as you start to go through your lives and things happen and whatever, and you look at the Word, you start to realize that so many things you thought were your idea were actually God's idea and part of His plan for you. So after um, I got saved in December of 95 and broke up with the with the bad boyfriend, as I like to say, ladies, there's nothing like a bad man to drive you to Jesus. <laughs> and I'm sure there's some men who got saved from a, because of a bad woman, so there. You know, the enemy is so stupid. If the devil would just leave people alone, who'd need to get saved? <laughs> Amen, Victoria. He just had to push me over the edge 
and I lost the bad boyfriend and found Jesus. Praise God. So, um, but when I got saved and I broke up with the, with the boyfriend, I started to go to church in my local Colorado area. And then um, God told me to go to Israel. It was funny because I was watching Trinity Broadcasting, TBN. And Paul Crouch was talking about a trip to Israel over Thanksgiving. And as I'm watching the TV, the Holy Ghost literally says to me, go. And I went, okay. And it, I kind of surprised myself because I thought, you know, beforehand, if somebody had said to me, you want to go to Israel, I would have said, no, it's hot, it's dusty, things blow up, I'm not going. And yet, God spoke to me and said, go. And I said, well, I can't go through a Thanksgiving trip there, and it's in 96, because, you know, I'm trying to get my family together. And so then I go and visit my father in California. And he's saved at that point. He got saved around the age of 80. God used his third wife, so we all say God hates divorce, but I guess in Dad's case, he needed the third born-again Christian wife to finally get it. Right. He wasn't a bad guy before, but he needed Jesus. So there you go, and God restored our relationship that year, and it was very cool. Um, so I go to visit my father in Northern California, and he has a guest with him, and that guest is Reverend Norval Hayes, who's a famous evangelist in Texas, really sweet old man. Right. So Norval asked me how I get saved, and I said, you know, this is how, blah, blah, blah. I give him my testimony. And I said, you know, talked about watching TV and God telling me to go to Israel, but I'm trying to get my family together for Thanksgiving, so I'm not going to make it. So Norval said, looks at me and says, well, honey... I'm going with the group in October. Why don't y'all come with us? <laughs> and, of course, when God brings it up that strongly twice, you're supposed to. So I just went, okay. I didn't know anybody, 150 people on the trip, four buses, knew nobody but Norville, but I knew I was supposed to go. So I get, I go with the group and everything. Well, one of the speakers besides Norville, the other speaker is Dr. Billy Brim. So we get all four buses. We get to the Galilee, and we're checking into this hotel in Tiberias. And this woman walks up to me and says, Veronica? And I said, no, that's my stepmother. I'm Victoria. And she says, well, I'm Billy Brimman. I know your father. Wow. Because when Dad got saved, uh, he, had, he and his wife had met the Copelands, and he'd gone to Billy's meeting, and long story short, Billy became one of his prayer partners and, and acquaintances, you know, friends. So God just put us together, Billy and me, in the lobby of the hotel in Tiberias. And we got better acquainted on the trip. And then when I got back, I started to go to Branson from Colorado to her prophetic prayer meetings and things about Israel and this and that, and started to go back to Israel with her. And, you know, that's kind of, then I got hooked up with Israel and, and started uh, to help wherever I could, especially the city of Ariel in what the world calls the West Bank, which is really biblical Judea and Samaria. And then uh, also helping, uh, after I formed the, the uh, ministry, Praising Ministries, in 2001, God had us uh, lobby the uh, U.S. government to pressure Ariel Sharon, who was prime minister in Israel at the time, not to pull the Jews out of Gaza. And I had been to Gaza with uh, Billy in 2004, and uh, before the Jews were pulled out that next year, and had been working to uh, keep them in their homes. And unfortunately, Ariel Sharon made his decision. But, you know, God wasn't surprised. God knew it was going to happen, and he's, he's got a plan. So anyway, it's just it's one of those things that I, I thought I was going to be an actress, singer, dancer, and on Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. And the next thing I knew, I was a born-again Christian and going to Israel and forming a ministry. So although my ministry is an events-oriented ministry, we have a free youth center. We we produce preaching and teaching events. We produce Christian concerts. 
So in a sense, I'm still in show business, but I'm doing it for the Lord. Amen. And you're doing it beautifully. Victoria, you are also an outspoken conservative, uh, yet the Hearst family, your family, seems to be glaringly left on so many issues. Case in point, Cosmopolitan magazine. Can you elaborate? And what would W.R. think if he saw and read what is going on today? Well, my grandfather would be horrified. Um, we've got a slew of magazines that, uh, that we publish. Um, I don't work for the corporation. I have no power in it. I'm not on the board. I'm not a trustee. Nothing I say as far as they're concerned, nothing I say or do, do matters as far as the, the people who are in power, both family members and non-family members. But Cosmopolitan was, I believe, the first magazine that W.R. bought. It was actually first published around 1896, and it was a women's magazine and a family magazine. And then around 1904, somewhere around there, 1905, Grandpa bought it, and he kept it as a family magazine, a women's magazine, a literary uh, magazine. And as it went through the decades into the 60s, it was, again, fashion, beauty, social magazine. Well, around 1965, it was starting to go downhill. And the company didn't want to, uh, they didn't want to stop publishing it. And they were faced with the decision of, do we stop publishing the magazine, or do we inject new blood into this and try and find a new direction? And unfortunately, for those of you who recall a woman named Helen Gurley Brown, Helen Gurley Brown had written a book called Sex and the Single Girl. And she was the talk show host darling, and she was the feminist, and the, you know, her also big th- focus was sex. Sex, 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 sex. Women should have sex, and they should be basically the same kind of sexual predator that the man is, and we're going to show that we can be like that too, and isn't this wonderful? Sexual revolution. So the company, unfortunately, turns to Helen and hires her to save Cosmopolitan Magazine, and Helen basically says, okay, if I'm made editor-in-chief of this magazine, I'm going to make it over in my image and likeness, which she did. She took a, a wonderful social fashion family magazine and turned it into a sex rag. And since 1965, it's gotten worse and worse and worse and worse and worse, more explicit, more descriptive. It's turned truly into the dictionary definition of pornography. Victoria, we're almost out of time here, and you've answered some of my basic questions here. You are an events-oriented ministry reaching out to youth, the nation of Israel, the U.S., and your community through Ridgeway Christian Center and Praise Productions Christian Store, located in beautiful Colorado. The name of your ministry, Praise Him Ministries. Dot org. You're a glorious witness for Jesus Christ, born again, spirit-filled. You know about spiritual warfare, and you're fighting the good fight of faith. Last question. Have you ever thought of publishing your own, quote, rag, Victoria? And if you did, what would it be comprised of? Um, no, is actually the, the simple answer. Um, I... I will have my own editorials occasionally. We put out a quarterly newsletter. Uh, it also shows up on the website. And when I feel moved by the Holy Ghost, I will write an, an editorial speaking out about various things. In the fall newsletter, I told people vote Republican and told them exactly what Obama and the Democrats were like um, and what they were pushing and what God says. But I think what we need to do as Christians is we need to wake up. We need to be informed. We need to listen to programs like yours. 
um, an hour a day of Fox News, I highly recommend. There are some great, wonderful conservative websites that will give you news stories from all around the world. You'll stay informed. But uh, like with the magazine, with the Cosmopolitan magazine, God gave me the mission to get that magazine labeled as adult material and make sure it's not sold to minors. Because right now, for those of you who ever go into grocery stores, that thing is sitting right in your face at the checkout counter. You know, it really is is vile. It, it promotes a, an extremely um, vile, ungodly, dangerous lifestyle. It glorifies sex. It mocks Christianity. It's it mocks anyone who's pro-life. It just is disgusting. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Victoria Hurst, granddaughter of media publishing magnate William Randolph Hurst. Her ministry, PraiseHimMinistries.org, is reaching youth, adult, around the globe, the U.S., Israel, and in particular Japan through Operation Blessing. You can learn more about Victoria's ministry by going to www.PraiseHimMinistries.org. Volunteer and learn what you you can do to help bring value to the media on platform, in print, in television, wherever the gospel can be preached. And that is what Victoria is doing today. Victoria, thank you for your life, for your work, for your ministry, and for sharing your story with us today. A real encouragement and hope on every level. God bless you. Oh, well, you're very kind. Thank you, Janine. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.